You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hi, this is Bob Miller of the Los Angeles Kings. You're listening to King's Realm Podcast. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the King's Room, presented by the Hockey Podcast Network and DraftKings. Be sure you're following us on Twitter and, at, and Instagram. I can talk tonight at King's Room Pod. And leave us a voicemail or send us a text at 562-317-0087. So the Kings are still holding on to second place in the division, just one point ahead of Edmonton after a 2-1-1 week with a fucking great Canada roadie uh, taking five out of six possible points on the trip. Uh, but then, in the end... Calgary got the revenge back in L.A. Not too bad. It's a good week. I'm Dennis Wilson. That is James Whitlock. Welcome home, Kings. And Jordan Heckman. My name's Patrick O'Houlihan. I'm here to get drunk. <laughs> O'Houlihan. Hey, quick note. I just I watched a, a, a video, found out. I didn't know this, but um, what's Which, the uh, website was it, James? The, this is a family show. Yeah, I know. I can't say it. Um, okay. What's the Wilder movie? Van Wilder? Van Wilder? Yeah. Was actually made after Burt Kreischer's life. <laughs> I want to say I heard that somewhere. I just saw a video on it today. It's crazy. They sold the rights because he like went to college for like six and a half years and uh, and had like cr- wild stories and so they made the, he, the movie about him. He briefly him. talked about that in his uh, The Machine joke about how he went to college for for like a long ass right, time. Right, right, right. I just didn't know about Van Wilder. And there they, you go. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Fun, Random fact of the day. Fun fact. You suspect By James day? Woodlock. Yeah. James <laughs> Woodlock. Lock, I can talk. Dude, I'm fucking done tonight already. All right, beer. since we're talking about fucking up things, the NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles and hat tricks and big wins. How is this fucking up things? Because I always fuck the read-up. Oh, I get it. <laughs> As I the action it. rolls on, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big two. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right, a bump in the win column for you means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. 
Use promo code THPN and bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 and over. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I still think it sounds like you're saying unofficial instead of an official. An official. Unofficial. It's well, hey. Unofficially unofficial. <laughs> That's us. <laughs> Welcome to King's Realm. DraftKings. <laughs> DraftKings. Oh, shit. Dropping stuff. Oh, fuck. You are a fucking mess tonight. <laughs> I really are. I'm not even... I, I, I've been a mess before I even crack this beer. Are wow. you high? I'm just going to stop talking for a while. It's taken an hour for us to start. That'll be like Jan's, like the middle 20 minutes of the show. He just stops talking for a bit. Where he just like sits on his phone for like 20 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking up shit that you guys are bringing up so I have stats ready. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to be saying. a research guy. Mm-hmm. You're looking up at uh, looking up people on Instagram. No, yeah. no, that's not true. Scantily clad people. Well, not on Instagram. <laughs> God <laughs> damn <enough>. it. <laughs> Fair enough. But I'll give you 10% on that. <laughs> 10% right. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the fucking Oilers. The fucking Oilers. Uh, fucking Oilers. Uh, Edler gets us going early in the first, but the Oilers answer back not once, not twice. Three times a lady. Oh, sorry. Thrice divorced. <laughs> uh, however, Byfield and Grunstrom get the Kings right back in it before the second period ends. After a scoreless third, we head to OT and then the shootout where the Kings can't score one and McDavid and Drysaddle do McDavid and Drysaddle things to earn the Oilers the extra point. Yeah, that McDavid shootout goal was pretty sick. Yeah, he made uh, Quick look a little silly. Just a little? Yeah, (laughs) a lot of silly. Uh, We talked about this in the thread. So the previous two shootouts before the Calgary one that we're going to talk about next, um, the five skaters that they saw, Patrick Patrick Kane, Taves, the Cat, Toes. Toes, uh, McDavid and Drysaddle, all in a row. Yeah, yeah, that's rough. Um, that save looked like quick. Like the the boys had their kids over, and Quick was pretending to stop goals for the kids. <laughs> yeah, the McDavid one. Yeah, like oh, I went. Oh the wrong no, way. you got me. Oh, oh great job. Wide open that net. looked like Petros trying to uh, stop stop shots against Army <laughs> on his head, fucking on the fucking alternate broadcast, <laughs> the main broadcast alternate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I know. mean, that that game had all the feelings of of a playoff game, and obviously, like the Oilers scored three unanswered goals uh, but the fact that the Kings King came back and it was some of the younger kids that were the ones that came back uh, has been pretty hopeful for this team to at least you know play decently well yeah I was really frustrated after that game I I've, it was a, it was just to lose it that way you know it just it sucked mm. well the good news is is there's no shootouts in the playoffs so not true you can't get to it it just takes a long time. Can you? <laughs> Why do we let Dennis talk about format? How uh, many? Yeah. Tra- how many ping pong balls? How many ping pong balls does it take to get to a shootout? 
<laughs> I don't think it ever gets there. I don't think it does. They just play 20 minutes on 20 minutes so you get there. Because I'm pretty sure either last year or the year before in the playoffs, they got to th- the third overtime, like deep into it as well. I don't know. James, James can look it up. I'll, I'll go over the next game and it's it segues back into um, the there shootout. There you go. The shootout is not used in the playoffs for any major North American league. There you go. All right. Moving on. Done. You guys are right. I'm dumb. <laughs> now he's butt sore. <laughs> no, I told you, dude. I just need to stop talking. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Moving Calgary on. Flames. I follow. Yes, that I follow. Uh, scores the first goal of the game to get the Kings on the board in the second period. Um, then the Flames do what we all feared the Flames would do and answer back with two uh, unanswered goals uh, to take the lead midway through the third period. However, Arvidsson answers back late in the third to tie it up, send the game to OT, and the eventual shootout win with Lias Anderson scoring and Cal Anderson shutting out the Flames. James has to talk because I'm not talking for a while. <laughs> Shut out the flames in the shootout. Yes, because they did not score. Um, I there that, I think that was going to be an all sweet shootout for the Kings if it got there because it started with with Anderson and then Kempe and then they ha- they just used Arvidsson in the previous. So I think they were going to throw him out there just go just have a sweet shootout. That would Pretty have been sweet. sweet. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Yeah, no. It felt good. I mean, we called the win, so. I did not. Oh, wait. What? Oh, it's like I knew that. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Got a point over on Jordan on that one. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Oh. Jackass. All right. On our way through Canada. Uh, Winnipeg. Hey, it's a 32 league. Um. <laughs> Actually, three of the four games this week ended in three to two. So maybe Daryl still has a point. Hold strong. All right, uh, the Kings open up the scoring in the first with yet another Kings shorthanded goal for his 29th of the season. Getting close. Mm-hmm. Uh, Winnipeg and the Kings swap goals for ending the second period, including another special teams goal, power play goal from Velarde, uh to take the lead going into the third. The Kings squash any comeback attempt from the Jets as they keep the score sheet blank in the third period. Yeah, wow, young kid in the in the power play scoring, interesting. Weird. Hmm. Uh, I would like to talk about Michael, rest in peace, his um, theory about Kopitar on the uh, power play. Maybe during on the uh, next game or. Yeah, why not? Because that's when he. That's, yeah, we talked about really it. Really right after the game at home. <laughs> a lot. Uh, just a little with the with with the I actually liked his diagram. I felt like he put a lot of work into it and I like it. We we got a diagram that there was um, there was notes, there was a legend on the diagram. He came there strong. Was... I felt like he oversteps his bounds with Jersey, and then he came strong, and 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 really sold it in the end. Uh, well, yeah, but the part to get there is ridiculous. Well, I was gonna 
I was gonna get him on the fact that he had six skaters out there, but then I realized he wasn't talking about it was, power play in general. He right, was talking yeah. about that specific that, yeah. situation. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're gonna talk about next game. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right, moving on. Calgary again. Uh, Johnny Hockey came to play as he scores his first goal of the night, 10 seconds into the game. Kip answers back twice as the Kings look to control the majority of the first period. However, Sutter threw a trash can or some shit, and the Flames came out in the <laughs> in the second period buzzing, <laughs> winning all the faceoffs, scoring two goals to take the lead, and then held the Kings' uh, comeback attempt – or, sorry, attempt to tie it uh, back before time expired. Not like Bobby Knight style on the ice, like – Backstage, yeah, yeah, yeah in the locker right, room, right. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. wasn't that rumor of him throwing a trash can or some shit like that, like <laughs> yeah. in in the hallway? So that there's would a, be great to of, see a coach throw a, a trash, trash can, can on talk. the ice. There's a lot mm-hmm. of trash can talk around Sutter, mm-hmm. throwing trash cans, no, using trash cans to block chair. the doors. Yeah, so um, at one point the Kings had won like less than thirty percent of the faceoffs in that game. Which was fucking ridiculous because that's been, we've been really strong on that all year, um, and going in, into the power play, what we had, f- uh, James has it here, six power plays. Yeah, six. that's a lot. Six. Ending the game essentially with a six on f- uh, four, uh, with with the goalie pulled. Yeah, for a full um, two minutes. Yeah, full t- one minute on the six on four, and then they got one back. Uh, one for six on the night, pretty bad. Also, that's unfortunately about what the season average is, but you know, <laughs> not good. Not, not it feels great. like most of the the block shots that uh, Calgary got were in that last PK that they had. Yeah, they you got were, a lot of block shots. You were talking on about that, PK. but it was only thirteen in the whole game. I feel like most of them were in that third period, but I don't know. It it just it seemed like that was the way that the that it was going. My wife went and she had my violent gentleman hat on. She threatened to throw it on if Kempe got the third. and Which he almost did. I, I couldn't argue with that. It would have pained but me. you did. I did argue with it. I actually gave her an alternative. But if she did it, I would have to respect it. Because <laughs> you can't get another one. <laughs> so I'd have to pull some strings. Yet. Yeah, I got to pull some strings to find it. Go digging through the, the bundle. All the sweaty ass hats in there. <laughs> it would have been my sweat, so it wouldn't matter. Now I'm seeing all the other hats that are not your sweat. I mean, the ones I have here. I think I have a couple of those too. <laughs> um. Also, right, so wait, 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 Kempe got thirty plus goals. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah. no. That's that's not what it says here in the notes, James. Oh, James. It says. <laughs> are we that Jane. familiar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, Kempe got the first anniversary of his 29th goal, and he got the second an- anniversary of his 29th goal. 31. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're a third of the way there. You're like a toddler with a drum set. <laughs> <laughs> Just put your nuts in my drum set. Hey, yes, I remember when that happened. Yes, I did that too. <laughs> <laughs> you did do that. And, and you had Jordan take pictures. Yeah. yeah. Go to our Patreon. <laughs> I think that one's on the OnlyFans. You'll, you'll see nuts on Dennis's drum set. <laughs> I like how you didn't specify whose nuts they were. Well, everybody knows. I mean, Will Ferrell would be proud. 
right here, right now. Come on, Kings fans. I also have a picture of you Lysoling my drums afterwards. Well, I'm also respectful. I'm a gentleman. <laughs> uh, I'm clean so my nut smudges off your drums. <laughs> Ooh, pew. <laughs> that stayed. That's it. <laughs> we left that one behind. That's still floating around the studio. <laughs> For puba turdy. Or I can <laughs> puba turdy. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of hard to turn pube into perpetuity. <laughs> yeah, it was really hard. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good. I mean, I, I tried. I really pushed that's for a, it. That's about as good as it's going to get. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's 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 talk about this ridiculous theory that uh, a dead man has. Um, from the grave. From the grave. Are you pulling up the text thread? Or, yeah. or should we just, yeah, just go it through it? Okay. So this all started out in a in a separate thread um, with Michael saying that I don't know why the fuck Jersey is on the power play. And I think we know why Jersey's on the power play because yeah. he's, he's a great facilitator. We kind of um, all he, shut that down. He moves the puck really well. Um, he's creative. Yeah, he tried to say he was too antsy with the puck. And I'm like, you're just used to the Kings power play of hold the puck for too long, then pass it, then hold it for too long, then pass it again. Yeah. And because he moves ev- the puck. Everybody does that on the power play. Like... Not everybody, but most everybody does it on on the power play on our team now, which our power play sucks. So there's that. But yeah. So we all shut that down, and then he comes at us with have Kopitar out there to take the face off and win it. Which oh we're wait, not wait, wait! Doing that night. You skipped over high Augie. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, we saw, or at least I saw Augie on the uh, broadcast taking taking photos. Hi Augie. Hi Augie. I was say taking shots. Yeah, he was taking shots. Literally, yeah. With with this camera. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then he comes out with this put Brown on defense idea. No, um, no, no. That was me a while ago. No, I know. No, that was your neighbor. So don't don't take credit for yeah, it. Sorry, Greg. Um, I, I'm just saying it was of that caliber of nonsense um, to put Kopitar out there for the faceoff, which, mind you, we weren't winning faceoffs at all that night and up to that point there were three for seven face-off wins during the power play hey i'm gonna i'm gonna pull a time out here if ever brown was gonna be put on defense this would have been the timeline had he been healthy <laughs> this would have been it <laughs> but, yeah but then we wouldn't have seen jordan spence i'm not saying he would have lasted i'm just saying they were pretty desperate they were they're trying to find mcdermott again <laughs> So. All right. Hey, where's that Dwight King guy? Maybe he can play. He's in Russia, I think. He may have been drafted. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Too much? Uh, We're up on our current events. <laughs> Dwight, the uh, tank. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then so put Kopitar out there to win the face off and then get him off the ice and put in a shooter. It's not lacrosse. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know that reference. Uh, you, I didn't know until I watched my first lacrosse game like two weeks ago. So, um, But no, they have no, a guy take expert. the face off, and he runs right off, and someone comes on. But you don't right. ever see that shit in hockey. Well, because it's really difficult to do that. Yeah, it's, it's tough to get that guy off the ice right away. Yeah, and maintain control of the puck. I mean, if you're going to do it, a six on four is going to be the time, I guess. 
but you're also running the risk of having one less person on the ice without a goalie in net. Um, yeah. It's, it's just, it's not feasible for this sport at this pace. So yeah. let's not spend too much time on that. I think that brings up a, a bigger point of should Kopi still be on the power play? Well, that's where, that's where the conversation went. Listen, you guys didn't want to take Brown off the power play. So if either of you motherfuckers say that you want to take Kopitar off the power play, I'm going to give you two big middle fingers. I would do it. I was sold. Would a guy can't change his opinion? Not according to Travis. <laughs> no, I, um, I, I see the point now. I see the point. He's a facilitator, but you want to put people that are going to put pucks on net. The problem that I have, and it's something that the Kings have done for a long time, is they hold onto the puck too long during the power play. You have to move the puck to create the confusion and the openings and the gaps to to be able to shoot. But they have been doing that, and pe- people complain. They on were not. They were not in that last power play. There was a decent amount of passing going on, and like whenever Kopi got it on his stick, he was yeah, not he, passing it right no, away. Yep. He no, that's it. true. But I think that's that's something that's learnable like i like think get on your stick fi- find the open man or take a well shot. then My- michael said then he does a cross-eyes pass to kempe to shoot and and that's literally what kobe was looking at and they blocked the lane and so yeah. there's there nothing so then he had to throw it back out um i don't hate the back end setup of, of what they have going on like with with jersey up top to facilitate and then Kempe on the bottom to either facilitate back to Jersey or to charge in and take a shot. Like, I like that. But something up closer, like, they need to make a change up closer to the net. And if it, it, it means getting rid of Kopitar, that's fine. But you, you have to have someone that can, number one, win a face-off because that's important. Mm-hmm. Good <clears throat> and, but he doesn't shoot that much either. No, but he gets in front of the net. He scores. Yeah. He gets in front of the net and wreaks havoc. Yeah. He scores. He kind of took over that Brown role on the power play. I Which, would. I mean, I feel like that should be Grundstrom, to be honest with you, because he's been, at least we, we thought he was yeah. going to be Brown 2.0, but that doesn't seem to be panning out the way that we thought. Well, Brown is really good at, at tipping the puck. Right. And taking the shot and, you know, getting the deflection. Mm-hmm. And it's a, and I, on the team, I mean, there's not really, I mean, who's better than Brown at doing that? I don't know. It's a good question. I don't, I don't think we really have anybody. That we've seen. Yeah. They might be there. We just haven't seen enough reps. Small sample I size. I feel like that could be a, a good Trevor Moore role. Could be. But Brown's also big enough to maintain position in front of the net to be able to. Well, so yeah, Michael's deflect. diagram puts Byfield in front of the net. If and Byfield I, could do that, he'd be. I don't hate I that. I wouldn't hate that, yeah. He's a big guy. I, I, yeah, but he's also 19 years old, and he doesn't have the strength he needs to stay in, in front of the net like oh, that. Oh, he will soon, though. Yeah. Oh, he. I mean, give it a couple of years, and I think that might be the— Next year, it's going to be much different than this year. Yeah. He already came in a lot bigger than he was last year. So— Yeah. I mean, I, I don't I don't hate that if if he can learn that skill. Um, I mean, that's a and, huge presence. And once again, we don't know that he hasn't. We just haven't that's seen true. enough of it. I don't know, but somebody pointed out on on Twitter during that entire six on four. Um, we didn't see Kaliev once. 
and we didn't see Arvidsson once on the ice at all. Arvidsson wasn't out there? I didn't notice that. Nope. Um, That's interesting. Two of the best shots on the team mm-hmm. weren't out there on a six on four. Mm. How does that happen? This is where the the McClellan sucks clan gets their ammo is, is shit like that. But that's, I mean, yes, ultimately he's the head coach and, the, and these decisions fall on his head. Um, but fucking Marco. Yeah. Like, he's supposed to be the power play guy. That's interesting. And when you roll out the same shit, it's the definition of insanity. When you do the same thing and expect a different result. Well, yes, plus, I'm sure they're they're making small tweaks and stuff like that. Like I'm not accusing them of not changing. They're not anything. changing their formation. I mean, they're just doing blue line passes to you know to the outside of the circle. That's that's. But I don't. It's literally don't just hate, boom, 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 boom. I don't hate that whole back end part, and and I don't know what I, enough about. I do. To, like I think if you don't have movement, if you don't have players moving around, and they can they can do a drop pass and and have the puck go a different way, and that shifts the defense. But if, yeah, but if you got I people you stationary, have, they're not moving their formation. You're not getting dude, those openings. Then they, okay, so you're you're talking about like drop passes and stuff like that. There was earlier in the game. Um, we have a Arvidsson. bad relationship with drop passes. We used remember to. that. We no, used well, to. there was a. They were <laughs> having the Kings year. were having the Kings were having trouble getting the puck up the middle, right into the offensive zone. The Calgary was forcing him to the outside, and Arvidsson made this really slick, like between the legs, like kind of like drop the puck in a in a crisscross with uh, with I think it was more, and he was able to take the puck and drive to the net straight up the middle. So the fact that he did that earlier in the game, yet he's not out there on the power play to end the game when he can make those passes and keep the puck moving and keep the other team guessing, what the fuck? Ah, fuck. Exactly. <laughs> Timing. That might have been the best use, use of that you've had in a while, James. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's, uh, that's a frustrating one. I didn't, I I didn't realize I, that. I definitely feel like we're beating a dead horse here, um, but that that stat stands out to me a and lot, I don't and wanna, I wanted to bring it up. I know we're going to get a lot of shit for like, oh, you guys, fuck you guys, you don't want to take Kopitar off the power play. I'm not saying it needs to happen right now, but the 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 thing that I noticed is he definitely looks like he's starting to lose a step or two here. When you compare him to the young kids out there, because the kids sure. are playing so well. I mean, he's the leading scorer on the team. He's got the most points on the team for a fucking reason, right? He's yeah. still insanely it, smart, still insanely good, but there's the little cracks are starting to show, right? Yeah, and that, and that's fine on five on five because you can lose a step, and if you're smart enough and you have the hockey sense, you can make up for that. But on 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 the power play, I think it. I, don't know. I think, and I, I I agree with James. It is something that you are. You might have said, Jordan. Which way? I both of you said it. Whatever. It can be learned. But mm-hmm. he's been doing it for so long. Do old de- habits die hard? Sure. I think that's just something that needs to be worked on. He's a fantastic fucking player. One of the best. Like, he should be able to learn this and, and adjust. Yeah, you would think he's he's played 1,200 games. Um, like, you think he'd be able to, like, teach an old dog a new trick. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe they have all these great power play ideas and they're just saving for the playoffs. <laughs> uh, I will give, and it's fun to give Michael shit about 
pulling the Kopitar off after the fucking face-off and whatnot, but I will give him credit for sitting down, drawing up a diagram. Oh, yeah. Putting notes with it. And where people just get on Twitter and complain, and like Michael's like, I'm going to come up with a fucking solution. Yeah. No, and, and it it looks good. I mean, it was a six-on-four type um, yeah. power play, but it looks good. I don't hate it. And I think you could drop, <laughs> you could drop somebody out of it pretty easily. Um, multiple persons, and it still works. So yeah, I mean, I, I would like to see a different because what he had, I don't have it up in front of me, but um, he had just say it, I'll tell you, Moore and Byfield in front of the net. Yep. And then who was on the point? Kaliev and Kaliev was out there. Arvidsson, Arvidsson, and then and then Dursey and Kempi on the back end. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And then and they can move around, right? We just said those guys in the back can move around. Yeah, and Trevor you, Moore can can be a he's kind of a, he's kind of a flex, right? So you can you can excuse him on a on a five man. Yeah, who you think more? Yeah, I think right now I'd probably have more out there instead of Byfield. But well, if if you're talking about Byfield being that big guy in front of the net, you need him. Yeah, but I mean Moore's got that tenacity right now that. Byfield doesn't have yet because he's still new to the league. You know, he just barely burned his, you know, ELC. Right. So um, probably too early. I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Ta- I'm taking advantage of every every chance I get with that one. Mm-hmm. So am I. Um, and just more is just creative, man. Like his creativity makes up for his like lack of, of high end skill. Not to say that he's not skillful, but he doesn't have like the Patrick Kane or the, you know, Arvidsson skill. Like he's super hands. He is arguably the new Trevor Moore or Trevor Moore. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> this Trevor Moore is wow. the new Trevor Moore. Trevor Moore is the new Trevor Moore. Trevor wow. Lewis. Trevor Lewis. Uh, but probably with some more skill. Like he is, American. He's from Thousand Oaks. We know that. I mean, there's um, a whole shirt about it. Thousand Oaks native. Yeah. Uh, props to um, the gentleman. Uh, forget that on the racks at the LA team store. Um, and like, I don't know. He, he just he, he puts it in the hard work into the game. And obviously it's paying off on the second line right now. He's got some pretty awesome line mates as well, but it helps. Yeah. So I don't know. Definitely helps. So with the whole Kopi talk and does does the opinion change now that you start to see like we we also kind of talked about some of our favorites kind of falling uh falling in graces a little to uh, some of the kids and with uh Getzloff announcing his retirement. I mean Are Kobe, you getting into are, are you just skipping over the part where we do the uh introduction to General no, no, it kind of it kind of plays in. We're being fluid okay. here. We don't have to be rigid to the notes. We know that you're fluid, James. Get it? <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, you, you hear Getzloff just announced his retirement at day of recording. Um, he was only two years, you know, he's two years and a hundred days older, and you know, two years uh, earlier in the draft, um, but still has less games than Kopitar. Is he really? Yeah, he's at eleven fifty right now. Hmm. Didn't know Injuries, that. no, for sure. Um, I don't know why. Why, uh, why don't we get there, James? Nope. 
Oh, that's the first is... note, baby. That's a first General yeah. Notable. Uh, General Notable. Brought to you by Mrs. Zach. General Notable. So I'm going to say right off the bat, it's before the first note, number one. So if you want to stick to the order of the notes, we do the intro before the first note. I, 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 I hope you enjoyed you it. Say something like that. Yeah. Secondly, Jordan's first note is the official word is in that Mrs. Zach does not like the intro. And technically, that wasn't her words. She said hard no. Go ahead and bring it up, James. I didn't see that one. I just said <laughs> I just I just heard saw the one. Whoa, those are well, that's nice. <laughs> see, told you James is <laughs> I just opened it up. Looking at scantily clad persons. I just opened it up. Um, let's see. Pretty hard no. Wow. Yeah. 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 Does it hurt a little bit? Does it sting? Okay. It's, <clears throat> it's like when your mom says, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> like, is that how, I imagine I'm sure she this, said that to Zach at least once in her yeah. life. <laughs> I, I imagine wow. that's how James feels wow. right now. Wow. No, I didn't see that one. Yeah. No, that, no. Even the sorry doesn't help. <laughs> um, I've got to say, it's, it hurts right now. So, uh, if we can, just had to rewind a little bit. General Notables brought to you by Mrs. Zach. The ruling is in. Mrs. Zach does not approve of the General Notables intro music. Yay. Sorry, you rewound, so I wanted to make sure that we got that in there. So we didn't, <laughs> That's we didn't get- why I rewound. Yeah, it, it wasn't on the we uh, the uh, cutting room floor. <laughs> yeah, James. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, man. For, for a guy that couldn't talk for the first ten minutes, I think without I would, even having any beer, I think I'd get a little attitude. Hey, I you know I gotta fight my way back in somehow. <laughs> okay, I had a horrible start to the show, right? <laughs> All right, what else? Go on with your, go with your on. stupid notes. <laughs> uh, stupid notes brought to you by Mrs. Zach. As mentioned before, congrats on Kopitar for recording his 1200th game in the matchup against the Winnipeg Jets. That's a big number. That's a big number. Dennis thinks he should retire. All right, moving on. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not what I said. To the rafters. <laughs> uh, Kings and Kraken legend Curtis McDermott has signed a two-year <laughs> extension with the Abs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even uh, think he learned how to spell Kraken yet. <laughs> Is that with a C or a K? I don't know, but the fucking jerseys the double, are trash. Double so C. Uh, Is there Is there a second <laughs> K? You say double C like thick. <laughs> That's what James is looking at when he opens his phone. Yep. <laughs> that wasn't that. God damn it. Uh, with an AAV of ninety nine hundred eighty seven thousand five hundred dollars. Hey, oh, he's, he's, we're laughing about it on the podcast, and he's still making a million dollars. So who's laughing now? Yeah. Good for him. He's like no, fuck you guys. Great for him. 
if he doesn't have to be a standout on that team, like we were kind of hoping him to be, I think that's a, a great role for him. And uh, we definitely missed him. Yeah, I was just um, going to say, we've we've been missing him recently. And him yeah. as a fourth line forward, taking over that that like kind of enforcer role, like, I wouldn't be mad at that. Which was the projected, like, yeah. not projected, but that was it's the rumor. trajectory. But he's still playing defense for the Avs, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, he's listed as a defenseman on the roster, so I would think so. I mean, the broadcast people for the draft, the expansion draft, had him listed as, like, a right wing or something like that, right? But he was taken as a defenseman, but the, yeah. <laughs> on the broadcast, they said he was a right winger. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's still laughing because they just clinched today, so... No, I mean, yeah. good Fuck for us. him. I, I I want him to go out and excel. Um, like I said, we we miss you. Um, it didn't help that uh, Lemieux wasn't or hasn't been on the ice either. So that's the problem. Um, that's the real problem. Your your presence yeah. has been missed, Curtis. But uh, oh, do you think that Lemieux is has the same effect that McDermott has out on the ice? No, um, I do. I view Lemieux as a more like like a. Parry Parry or, or like a no Chuck. Avery. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, the form he, of my time. He's more, he's I more tenacious. He, yeah. Hey, McDermott is like, you don't want to fuck with that dude because he's a big dude who likes to fight. Um, Lemieux will fuck with you in so many ways. He's so tenacious. Yeah. Like, I think he's, I think you're worse off with him than McDermott, right? Because McDermott's in there for that, that one role, right? He's there mm-hmm. to punch somebody's face in. But he's yeah. not getting as gritty as as Lemieux is. No, and like Lemieux will also score goals, and he scores goals. Yeah, so yeah. like he's not a liability. So in, in that respect, yeah, he's position. he's more like a Kachuk in that respect because <laughs> he but, will yeah. score goals. Which, not I as mean, many, but no, and and not and not we're not comparing him like skill level wise, but I think he's more comparable to like a Kachuk or like to a, a Perry than he is to a Lucic or a McDermott or a Reeves. Yeah. He's just not that guy, um, but. He gets the job done in his own special way. Yeah, I just, I just, the thing is, like, okay, so um, who was it? Oh, never mind. That was the I'm, – I'm thinking the, the fucking Ducks game because the Ducks traded uh, Delorier. You know, it's like does – Which is wild. Does Beagle beat the fuck out of Terry like he did if Delorier is on, out on the ice or on the bench? If he's in that game in any way, shape, or form, does Beagle do what he did to Terry? Probably I, not. I don't think so. No, because the, the only fights that I've seen where Beagle were through hockeyfights.com, but he's usually getting his ass kicked. Um, yeah. But I will go out before we talk more about the Ducks, which this is weird because they suck right now. And but Well, whatever. I mean, they, it's, it's, a, it's a big issue right now in hockey. So Right. And so for those of you who don't know, the, the Ducks blew out. Um, the Coyotes five nothing a few nights ago. Um, at towards the end of the game, Zegris goes in and pokes the goalie, which don't do that, especially being up five zero. Yeah, and then he gets cross checked in the back by Jay Beagle. Mm-hmm. And then Cam Fowler comes in, pushes Beagle. Beagle pushes him off, uh, and Fowler kind of bitches out. And then Troy Terry comes in right behind Fowler and engages Beagle. <clears throat> and Beagle just wrecks his fucking face. Absolutely wrecks his face. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, play stupid games, win and, stupid prizes. And Terry Terry never dropped the gloves. 
I think John Scott had the the best like analysis of it. Like he didn't have a problem with, you know, he said not necessarily having a problem with uh, the the poke at the goalie by Zegras. He goes, you know, you got to take him at his word. He he thought the puck was loose and that you're yeah. doing what you got to do, right? Yeah. So not a problem. He gets cross checked from behind. Not a problem. You know, um, Terry comes in. You know, try throws a punch with the gloves on. He goes, not a problem with that. He goes, I don't have a problem with that at all. Uh, Beagle drops his gloves, throws a like four punches. No problem with that. It's punches five, six, seven, eight, and nine that I have a problem with, because Terry was not fighting back. Still had his gloves on. Like that is where he crossed a line. I can understand that point, but the fact that like people are responding back, like, well, he should have known it was it was it was Troy Terry and not punch him in the face. I have a problem with like pro- like this whole bullshit of like protecting the stars. If the stars right, want to get right. involved with yeah yeah hundred percent. With something, yeah, someone shouldn't have to turn you around, look at the name and the number on your back right, before right. they can hundred percent. You, hey, you get involved. And that's where you get involved. get involved. If you get involved and then you don't drop your gloves, well, then shame on you, dude. Like you're the one yeah. that started shit. Don't start and shit if your, you don't want shit. Put yourself in Beagle skates for for a second. He's got two different dudes coming at him. Yeah, it, in a matter of a half a second. It's much more I'm, dudes than I want coming at me. Are you sure? Hundred percent. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so many different ways to go with that. Um, but no, I, I gave mean, it to you. Yes, like I, I, I agree with John Scott on a certain level, and I've never been put into that situation in all. I, I mean, he has. Um, yeah, but if, I, I don't, I don't one hundred percent agree with it. I, I agree with him I, in the fact that, like, either, he, but you, he, you keep going until the rest pull you off. See, and I, I don't agree with that. Like, dude, they did. There could have been permanent damage done, like with what he did. I mean, if you see yeah, like Terry's face, like he is done for any number of things. Like, yeah, but not then, for that. Like, hey, like, if you're going to get involved, then the drop base. your gloves and get involved. But why come push a guy and then just fucking stay there and get so your face it, punched in? So I heard uh, someone else like explain it as like Terry it went over there push, expecting to, punch. To, yeah. to give like, you know, a little bit of roughness and expect a little bit of roughness back and maybe like. No, dude. He Terry wasn't. He's never been in a fight. He wasn't expecting dude to drop his gloves and start pummeling his face. Fuck. Yeah, but he's been in the league. He's been in the AHL. Yeah, the guy should know, dude. Like arguably, he's probably punched a bunch of people with a glove on, and like, yeah. I'm sorry, dude. You can't go punch somebody and expect them and just to where, back off. And that's where that's where I agree with John Scott. Like, yeah, like he dropped his gloves and pummeled him, but he hit him like. Fucking nine times. Hey, he won't do that like, shit again. Anything coming back. He won't do that shit again. He learned his lesson. Maybe, maybe not. I'm just excited for us to sign Jay Beagle in the offseason and have him just live rent free in both their heads. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, no, but hey, he's uh, 36. I, uh, I like how Zegris called himself out as a superstar in the fucking interview at <laughs> post game. Yeah. In the no, hallway. I, 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 when Z, I like, I, I felt like from the beginning, like Beagle took it too far. But then Zegris in the post game, like with what he said, I'm like, dude, you just fucking put a target on your back. Oh yeah, you better keep your yeah. fucking head up. Yeah, like I'm a fucking 32 them. goal scorer. I'm a superstar. Right. He was talking about Troy Terry at that point, but like he's, he's yeah, he's he's pumping everybody's tires and. Like the with everything that he said, like he should be fucking punished. It's, it's an he should be embarrassed. Like all this stuff. No, like no, that's bullshit. He should, 
Hey, you should keep his head up. Hey, Terry, Terry should be embarrassed that he's fucking going starting shit and then not ready to back it up. He learned a, he learned a good lesson. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't go fucking punch somebody and then expect them to back off. That's what the refs are there for. I like how James is still going like he's going to change my mind. I don't care. I don't really care. I want to make sure James is a fun James. I, I want to make sure I'm heard that <laughs> don't start shit won't I be shit. I think that's pretty impossible for you to not be heard, James. <laughs> I don't know if you know what your voice. Don't start shit be. won't be shit. <laughs> we, need, hey, we need Debo out there. <laughs> Rest in peace. Aww. All right. Back to the Ducks. Uh, Getzloff, as we mentioned earlier, has announced he's retiring at the end of the season. We already talked about Zegris. We talked enough about Ducks. Hold on, but the, I'm looping this back into the Kings. Okay, I see Brownie. Spurring two questions. One, is gets off a first ballot Hall of Famer? He's definitely a Hall of Famer. Yeah. He's a Hall of Famer. He's too, nice. He's too nice of a guy. Or should we cover yes. that first and then go on to two? Let's do that. Let's do that. Oh, is yeah, he a first a, ballot? He's a Hall of Famer for sure. But, but is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? I don't see why not. So here's he's, his he's, resume. He's he's too well liked not to be a first ballot, right? So, Ducks all time points leader, three time All Star. Which that doesn't really mean nothing. Doesn't really mean anything. I uh, say that's a double negative. That means it means something. <laughs> uh, two time Olympic gold medalist and one time World Gold World Cup gold medal and a Stanley Cup winner and a Stanley Cup. That's kind of funny that they left that out here. 2007. They didn't. There's a fucking picture of the Stanley Cup. <laughs> no, right, right next to him. Is, is, is that what it looks like? <laughs> you, yeah, I know. I know, Jordan. It's been a long time. <laughs> it's been 84 years. <laughs> yeah. No, I, dude, he's... Yeah, I think he's too well accomplished. I had, Ducks fan Keith is like, do you think they retire his number? I was like, fuck. That yeah. is the... That is the most like guaranteed thing to happen. Yeah, there is no way the like besides him living comfortably for the rest of his life because he's been paid and oh, yeah. never having to buy a beer in the county of Orange for the rest yeah. of your life or Saskatchewan. <laughs> Saskatoon. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> no, I mean uh, this no, guy. He, uh, this guy I had the career of the epitome kid that plays hockey. Right, he got to move around at young age. He was kind of a shithead. In his teens. <laughs> he loved to bring that part up. He was. He was a shithead, like by all accounts, <laughs> including his own. Yeah. And um and kind of learned his way because the the fucking guys in on the teams that he played with just kind of right sized him and and fucking taught him how to how to you know, he was a good kid, but just kind of in his own head. So um I love his story. I, I I love the player he's been, the mentor he's been. Um he, he, we even talked about it. We talked about it for years. But when he was on Kevin and Bean, he was always such a great guy, such a great guest. Um, yeah, I, I always like cringe whenever they brought him on. But like actually listening to him, like he's such a good dude. He's such and, a great like, guy. He's, he's you know there, there there's always one player on on every team that you hate, right? That's like oh I I, I like him a lot. And, like if he wasn't on that team, like he'd be. He like, had he had the benefit to play with Tamu, and I think he learned a lot from him. Um, Tamu, uh, every time I say Tamu, you crack a beer. It's be a long show. Um, 
and 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 came from kind of that era. So um, he just did it right, and he's he's a great captain. Um, so I think a hundred percent that's recognized in the league. And and yeah, he's a first. I think he's a first ballot. First ballot. Yeah, Dennis. Mm-hmm. First ballot. I think yeah. so. And unfortunately, yes, for me as well. So, uh, congratulations. And I, and I think that's not not so much like on accomplishments and stuff. Obviously, he's he's had a great career. He's won a cup. A lot of uh, people can't say that, but just because he is so well liked around the league, I think that's why. Do you think? I mean, he's uh, like by the media too. He, well, right. he's a model citizen in the NHL, and that yeah, right. that's above and beyond just the ducks mm-hmm. do you yeah. think that, that 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 really has that much of a a forbearance on voting that that, that, that is like by people a, i think it has enough of an effect to but to get him in first ballot do you think it should yeah i don't see why I, not. Or, or should it just be the body of work that's on the ice no no not at all um these are people that are going to be immortalized right to represent yeah. the game represent mm-hmm. the league agreed and i think they should have you know standards above and beyond just a stat sheet yes. for sure no 100%. I, and, and, and i'm i'm not asking that question because i disagree i wholeheartedly agree with you i'm just yeah. curious if you had a different take on no, it no that, that's good it's a good question and um i mean i i think it, it's something really to talk about and i think it's something important because a lot of times the the virtues and and the morality and everything else that that um you know that that we hold the league to as fans. Um, I think as a society, a lot of that's going away, and and to hold on to that is and talk about it is important. Yeah, and I I think too like to potentially grow the game in what is arguably a small market team. Um, I think that 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 goes a long way too. Well, when you talk, when you hear people talk about like new players coming in, you hear the Byfields and the Zegrises and you hear all these guys talk about it. They talk about the people that they idolized, right? And those people have to maintain the standard of the league and those people have to be idol worthy. So um, it, the the Hall of Fame immortalizes people like that. And that's, that's yeah. If it was if it was just stat sheets, baseball wouldn't have such a problem with Barry Bonds and Clemens and all those fuckers. Or Rose. So, yeah. Yeah, for real, right? Yeah, but those are different reasons. Like, if it's if, different reasons, no, it's but it's all if field, it's right? It's all field. It's, it's not on the stat sheet. Yeah, I mean, that's why it's not just the stat sheet. I know it's different reasons, it's a little different circumstances. But Pete Rose, for one, come on, man! Like, yeah, you broke so some rules, saying, but that's just. So you're saying that Evander Kane's not gonna be a Hall of Famer? <laughs> Does his stat sheet even like come close to it? And if it did, then no, he shouldn't be. He can't even spell Kane right. <laughs> the fucking guy's an asshole. <laughs> if his stat sheet was Hall of Fame worthy and it was up to whether or not he was a good dude or not, he's not getting in. Hey, And he shouldn't get in. Evander Kane is a fucking joke. You shouldn't immortalize dudes like that. No, so, he's a joke. Fantastic point, Jordan. Yeah. Thank you. I needed that laugh. God, that uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. All right, uh, on to number two. He's got Brown- a, if he made it, he need to have the bust, but with like guns waving around <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, throwing out COVID sorry. cards. Right? Point number two. <laughs> <laughs> and you're vaccinated. Like it was you're fucking vaccinated. Mardi Gras, dude. <laughs> Show me your tents for a COVID card. 
Oh, that sounds fun. Um, all right. <laughs> yeah, pretty sure you can get away with that in fucking Louisiana. It's Mardi Gras, baby. Yeah. Yeah, baby. All right. With Brown's contract expiring at the end of this year, um, and being from the same draft draft class as gets as gets Loff, I'm turning into as Dennis. Gets. As gets, <laughs> is it time for him to hang up the skates as well? Yeah, I don't think so. Why? I wouldn't be surprised if he did, but I don't think it's going to happen. He's still producing. Okay, so not on the IR. I, I knew James was going to bring that up because I know you so well. <laughs> so tell me why he's not. Other 50, than being IR. In 57 games, Brown has 25 points, 8 goals, 17 assists this season. In 49 games, Getzloff has 31 points, 3 goals, 28 assists. Same draft class, producing more, Different retiring. Position. Yeah, but it's... And and he's been moving first, around first or second line center versus a right. third line and second line. Yeah, he, he yeah he's I mean different ice time. There's there's a lot of different factors that play into part. And he's Brown has kind of taken the role to allow some of the kids to develop more, um, where Getzloff is still being used a primary as a primary player. So so um, the, the the ice time difference is about three minutes per game. I'm gonna look at that. I'm gonna verify that. I'm looking at hockey reference. Uh, it's close to four minutes per game. Okay. I lied. Okay. That's a four minutes is a big difference. Significant. Um, and the line, too. I, I and just, and the power play. And the bop, 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 bop. The what? The, uh, is he on the power play, right? Did, First, second did you just yada, yada, yada me? Bop, yeah, bop, but, bop, bop, bop. No, I didn't yada, yada. Bop, 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 bop. But Brown's been on the power play for the majority of the season when he's been healthy. So that goes against... Uh, power play goals. Is he first, second power play? Is I mean, there, there's, there's, there's a lot of things to go and play. But like, what is Getzloff providing? Um, you know, it's also in how you feel. No, like of Getzloff is probably feels like he doesn't want to have to get ready after <laughs> you know getting wow. beat up all season. Get this. This is surprising. I was going to throw something at you. Like Brown is is a little more gritty. He's like. He's a kind of like still still playing that game, but he only has one more hit than Getzloff does. Now, Getzloff still plays. Getzloff a heavy still game. plays a heavy game. Yeah, that's impressive. I didn't know that. Yeah, I think it's more of a Getzloff is just at a point where he just doesn't want to have to get ready for the season again. So Getzloff like, is like three inches taller than Brown too. Four inches taller than Brown. I mean, the other thing is that the Ducks are a little bit behind in their rebuild. Like he's not gonna so is, that's is, that's yeah, the last argument i was gonna make like going the other way is if brown sticks around for an un, another year does he legitimately have a chance at uh another, another cup cut. yeah well where Getzloff is nowhere close and if you're okay so and on the flip side of that if Getzloff is that is still producing and still doing the things he has he has something to give a rebuild team, right? He has leadership to give a rebuild team. So, I uh, you could do that in 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 talent development, but you can also do that on the ice. So yeah, but I, well, I, he I, might I think not want to take a diminished role like Brown is willing to do. That that's but another I, good point. 
I don't think that they, there's the same leadership on the Ducks as there is on the Kings right now, as far as like tenure and yeah. whatnot. Like, no, you're like, right. Like the Ducks have who else from the teams that were good four years ago? Mm-hmm. Cam Fowler. He doesn't seem like a guy that's really in anybody's faces and like a voice in the fucking locker room. Where the Kings have Kopitar, who wears the C. They have Dowdy. They have Quick. So. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, if. I, I just if, don't, I don't think Brown's in that position yet. I think I think you look at. Um, I And honestly, I think there is going to be a phase out where you're going to see Brown and Kopi pick their times. Right. They, I mean, they can't both exit at the same time. Um, well, Kopitar only has two more years left on his contract after this season. So you're getting close to that. Right. Potentially. I, yeah. I, and But my point is we're not there yet. So I think, I think they're going to, the Kings are going to work with the players to give them the exit they want to have and still be able to utilize them for what they need them for. So Sure. But I mean I mean you, you could also argue too that like the pipeline for the Kings is a lot more healthy than the Ducks. And how much time is Brown potentially taken away from like a you know, Velarde, who I think deserves another season at wing on the Kings to before we make a decision on him. Um you know, Lemieux coming back, uh, hopefully here. I don't, I think he's a UFA after this season or an RFA after the season, but we need somebody like that on the team. So you either need to re-sign Lemieux or find a replacement for him. Um, AA uh, should probably be re-signed if, if he could stay healthy. So we'll see how that goes, but I don't, I don't know, think I, that's happening. Oh yeah. yeah. The fact that, they, that he can't stay healthy, like, well, just that. And where's there room for him? Well, that's the argument that I'm making for Brown. Like, is somebody who's younger and arguably more talented more important than the leadership that Brown potentially provides to the team? Um, You know, you you got, like, Ferk should probably be on the team right now, but there's no room for it. Well, I mean, you can also argue that Grundstrom deserves a spot in every game. But he's not. He's an extra guy. Yeah. So... I don't know. I, I I think there is, and then like, what's Dustin Brown going to cost? You know, he's he's making what five eight five, five eight, eight seven five yeah now. Um, yeah, that's what Kempe is probably going to be making close to. Oh, they're going to trade. They're going to if Brown gets resigned, they're they're definitely trading salaries. Right. No, yeah. for sure. And and but I don't think he's going to drop to two. But I, I think they'll give him a sweetheart deal for a year or two. But it, but is it worth it? Like we're if like, he wants to stay on the team, he's going to take something. He's going to take less. Two. Yeah, he's right not now, taking. He's not getting six. He's definitely not getting four. No. Yeah. Well, Kempe is getting two. And Brown is going to get two to three if he stays. Is Kempe only getting two? I think I thought he was getting more than that. No, he's getting two flat. Is it two flat? Yeah. RFA next year. He's still an RFA, which is nuts. So is Velarde and Anderson and Grunstrom and Durzi. 
yeah, I think Leah is your is an odd man out too. Yeah, he's good trade which, bait. I mean, but that's what he was from the Rangers, so he he already has that stigma about him. Mm. I think, I think any reasonable GM would would look at the Kings and be like, dude, yeah, you're just there's just too many guys, so you you need to move somebody. Let's, you let's guys take advantage. Have way too many Swedes on your team. You need to get rid of one. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of S's floating around. Yeah, you're running out of S's to put on jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> Especially on those fucking uh, warm-ups that we auction off. <laughs> Got my special letters for those. Takes like a half year to get. I know. I ordered them. <laughs> there's not an S in Whitlock. No, but there's two L's and I have followed. That killed me. <laughs> not a lot of L's on the team, gentlemen. Thank God for Lemieux. <laughs> All right. Are we done? Yeah, I, I don't I think mean, Brown goes. I mean, I don't. Now's not his time. I, I don't want him to go, but I, I think that he needs to realize what the situation is and take a lot less money and even pare back his role even more because he doesn't need to be on the power play anymore. Um, I think there, there needs to be drastic change on the power play. And it starts with him and maybe potentially Kopitar. But. I mean, they already talked him out of a C. Like, we could talk the guy out of his con- out yeah. of the next contract. Did they I don't really think they talked him, out, talked of him out of the C. Well, they probably just told him. But still, you took a C away from the guy. I talked at you, you out of your C. He <laughs> told you is what we're going to do is. Yeah. All right. Week ahead. No, week ahead. Hey, so much for that. Um. Triple crown line? Yeah. Oh, you guys had a triple crown line? We did. Yeah, we didn't think we'd have this much to talk about. Oh, come on, man. I know. Every time we don't have anything to talk about. It happens. All right. Thursday versus Edmonton. Uh, Most important game of the season. It's a motherfucking win. The 2020s so far. They are third of the Pacific, 40, 25, and 5, 7, 2, and 1 in their last 10, and 23, 12, and 0 at home. Did I say at Edmonton? Oh, no. Versus. Versus. Fuck me. Uh, No, thank you. It's not what you did, right? 17, 13, and 5 on the road. I'm putting James down for a win, which is less. Do it. I know he's calling it. Do it. Kings are the uh, the oil killers. They're like Dawn. They get rid of oil. <laughs> God damn it! Just envisioning a baby duck right now. Covered uh, in oil, you sick bastard. Yeah, what I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say when. All right. I, that is, I know we we had floated around the idea of a couple of must wins last week, but I think this is a must win. Pretty much, if they don't win this next game, they are then in third place. Yeah, and Vegas has low key been kind of hot. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa! I said what I said. Well, you got to worry about the next game. Yeah. 
Uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. Eh? Suddenly got a lot scarier, eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flower power. He has gold pads. Those are disgusting, by the way. <laughs> disgusting good? Because no. I kinda, because, no. Because I kind of like them. I like no. them, too. <laughs> Flower no. can do no wrong by my book. No. Except, oh, like, God. go back to Vegas. Oh, it, it looks like he wants to be in Vegas with those gold pads. <laughs> no. With Green the, gold. Hey, it feels like the 80s. I love look it. Look at the fucking like the, fashion police over here. <laughs> the the with like the, the the what is it the red white and green like in the corner just uh oh just a little stripe yeah yeah it's it's not good all dude. right Minnesota like talk about them at home twenty four seven and two last ten eight one and one current streak one loss plus thirty nine uh, is this in Minnesota in Minnesota that's why I gave the home record. Well, I mean, Jordan gave the home record, and he wrote the notes, so. He didn't say Minnesota yet. Minnesota. I know, but he, for Edmonton, he gave the wrong record. So. Yeah, but I don't put the notes, this part of the notes on the page, and I was going back and forth between two pages. So I had, to go, yeah, I had to go to NHL.com to get my own yeah. fucking stats. So there it is. Mm-hmm. They're That's plus 39, 8 one, and 1 in the last 10. The fuck you calling, Dennis? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to be optimistic and say OTL. Wow. <laughs> uh, Why not? It's, it's, you know what? You got to have losses sometimes. At least uh, we're going to get a point out of it. <laughs> I, I think it's a loss. I do think it's a loss because there's no way I can call three now this week. Yeah, no. That's why I, I said I'm being optimistic with the OTL. <laughs> yeah, I'm also going to take the loss. However. Like every day for you, Jordan. However, wow. Chicago. <laughs> Let's go on to the next game because that one you can regain. As long as we don't go to the shootout again. Right. God damn it. Chicago. Right, Chicago seventh in the central. 24, 35, and 11. Uh, they are 11, 17, 6 at home, and we are good on the road. Um, they're only two, five, two five, three. five, and three. Yeah, in their last ten. Come on, with a, with negative, a negative fifty-nine. 59. Yeah. We're one of those two. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, because it's not going to happen again. Yeah, I put us all down for wins. So yeah, yeah, good. We'll <laughs> save us some time on that one. Yeah, we give it thirty seconds back. Ta-da! That's what she said. All right. You know, and then arguably it gets a little bit easier after that. Well, we have, I think we're, we're, the Kings were like one of the easiest schedules, like second or third easiest schedule yeah. in the NHL for last, the rest of the year. Yeah, last 18 games are, are scheduled really up. <laughs> yeah, and you see our last two weeks, it's pretty rough. So, And we uh, did. We've got the abs, But then after that, it's non-playoff. It's all non-playoff teams. Yeah. So we're we're legitimately three weeks away from the end of the season for the Kings. Too legit. Plus, plus one or two days. So, like, this is it. This is it, Kings fans. The push also, for the playoffs. Also, if you're trying to go to a regular season game, do it now because there's only four of them left. That's fucking wild. Well, no, wild is in Minnesota. Sunday, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's not. Yeah, yeah it's so, in Minnesota. As also, we clarified earlier. Don't miss. An, don't miss an earliest game. game, two p.m., which is a fucking weird start time. Minnesota, yeah. mm-hmm. Minnesota, which is two p.m. for them. 
or 4 p.m. for them. I say that's you know plus two. <laughs> yeah, mm, carry the. It's kind of in line with the TV schedule of three hours it's, later, seven o'clock games. So I guess that works. It makes sense. It's not weird, but whatever. You're just mad because I didn't say 1600. No, I'm mad because you didn't give Kempe his 30th fucking goal. Uh, no, it was the first anniversary of his 29th. Shame on you. You're taken away from a good man <laughs> just to hurt me. You don't know him. Hey, I know he looks like a good man. Wow. What? I'm talking about his character. What are you talking about? His flow? I don't know Do how you prefer can... Kempe with a beard or without a beard, James? I prefer him to wear it however he wants to wear it. Keep scoring that those fucking goals. That is such a fucking bullshit answer. Keep scoring goals. I, whatever brings the goals in. I mean, I, I was going to say, like, uh, he scored more goals with a beard, but uh, he also scored two the other night without it, so. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> hey, how about the pair on that guy? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Took all show. We got nothing. All right, so be sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at King's Roll Pod, and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, leave us a voicemail or send us a text at 562-317-0087. And uh, as always, check out the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com. They got other podcasts. Hey, THPN promo code on DraftKings as well. Boom. Boom. It's an acronym. It's easy. Yeah, and read the <laughs> read the notes in the in on the show instead of me reading them for you. Much easier. Yeah, read the show notes so you can get help with your gambling addiction. James, I bet you won't. James. <laughs> I bet you won't. <laughs> my line, you son of a bitch. Well, you're drunk. My line. <laughs> I'm actually not. You were slurring earlier. You were slurring earlier, and then you held up the bottle of scotch like. Oh. This is why I'm slurring. It was. Uh, it's straight bourbon, not scotch. Sorry. Oh, hey, <laughs> props to Papa Mike. Some sort of Papa Mike product. pulled a um, bottle of Middleton uh, uh, Extra Rare uh, from Jameson. Beautiful bottle. Can't wait to open it up. Papa Mike, great job for finding that. We're going to have a good time with that bottle. Oh. For James Whitlock, Jordan Heckman, I'm Dennis Wilson saying, Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go! It's not great when we're not in the same place. All three of us are. Dennis and I are pretty odd. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Jordan's got to wait for my delay to get to you, then to get back to him. Whereas you're just waiting for my delay and you're on No, but I'm on the same pace, though. We Dennis, we've we've gotten a rhythm together. We just Ooh, I like how you're doing that little dance. We with ebb it. and flow, yeah. you know. Like, yeah. Why are you moving your hips? Yeah, Ooh, well, he's biting his lip too. <laughs> it's getting weird. It's getting dirty. You guys need it's a minute. It's getting on. No, you can watch. I'm done. You can watch. Whoa, Dennis whoa. finished. That was quick. <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> that was 32. <laughs>